Hey everybody, my name is Bob, and welcome to the Late Night Playlist. Go ahead and grab your favorite adult beverage and get ready to talk about the album of the week with my friends and me. Let's get started. All right, hey, welcome everybody to the Late Night Playlist. Tonight we have got a uh, we've got a great show for you. Welcome to the co-hosts, Derek, Brett, and Tom. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Howdy, howdy. And we have got an extra special co-host with us tonight, and that's not – I almost said something wrong there, right? Hey, our <laughs> our special co-host with us tonight is Jay from Garage Band Guitar Work. Say hi, Jay. Hey, hi, Jay. I'm, uh, like I said before, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Excellent, excellent. We're glad you called in. First time, second time? I'm not sure how many times he's called it. Yeah, maybe it is second time. Maybe. I didn't get to meet the whole crew last time, so right. I feel robbed. Right. You were definitely robbed, but that wasn't us. That was just a random mugging event. That was not us. <laughs> we didn't want to overwhelm you with our guitar stupidity. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's tonight, a fret. Right. Yeah. It might be a fret. Could also be, a, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Okay, so tonight we're going to be talking about Dirty Honey, and the album is Dirty Honey. How original. What yeah. a coincidence. It's strange how that worked out, right? Now, there's there's actually Dirty Honey, Dirty Honey, and Dirty Honey, right? Am I correct about I, that? There's, I think there's, there's some confusion because at first I listened to the EP, and then it's like, nope. You need to listen to the album. And yeah, because the yeah, EP so they, is self-titled too. Right. Right. I think that the first one they came out with was self-released. So it was just kind of spread around on the internet. It's got some Spotify stuff going on. It was just sort of a thing, you know, that people do. But the second one was an actual, with a record label, old school style. Somebody somewhere talked to them and just keeping the same, the same name, which caused some confusion, but. It's it, and it's all different material. They, you know, they released on both yep. of them, so it, that added to the confusion of pop, the potential for unheard missed songs. You know, right? So, but that that that's the new mystique. You know, back in the day, there was some crazy crap on album covers, and you didn't really know what you were buying. And that was the the hype machine back then. Nowadays, in this electronic age, this is how they do it. it Ten years from now, all the all the old school fans will be like, "Yeah, did you hear the first one?" <laughs> So, so is that their is that their their stick? Maybe is their, is their next album going to be Dirty Honey? Also, <laughs> take, well, take off the also, just Dirty Honey. You know what though? It, it could be honest. Dawned, it just dawned on me. It's kind of reminiscent of so the first Guns and Roses that came out back in the day, like God, eighty five, eighty six, was the Live Like a Suicide uh, EP. And then, you know, you didn't have the Guns N' Roses actual album show up till probably two, two years later. Yeah. Around 88. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're trying to go old school. Well, they are, they are, you know, despite they'll probably never admit it, but they're, they're heavily Guns N' Roses influenced. So there's possibly something to that. They, gotcha. They look a lot like uh, Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, yeah, Cinderella. Yeah. That look. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know how they want to classify themselves, but I, but when I first heard it, I'm like, well, this is quintessential late '80s, early '90s hair. Yeah, hair well, metal. I, and I think it's you, very good hair metal. It's 
you'll you'll hear the term uh, rock revivalists used for for some of these newer bands that got that Zeppelin feel to them. You know, they're young kids, but kind of I was just thing. hoping we'd gotten so old that we'd come back in style again. That's what I was. Hallelujah, brother! It's coming! It's coming! <laughs> when so, when so, I first started listening to it, I I didn't know that it came out in uh, 2017, last year. 2019, 2021. 2021. Last year. Yeah. I thought it was uh, a, a hair metal band I hadn't heard. Yeah. And then when I went and looked it up, I'm like, oh, shit, these guys are about 20, 30 years <laughs> late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought a little. So, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm alone here. I, I didn't totally get the hair metal thing quite as strongly as you guys i i was getting some of their other the the, the bands that influenced them you guys are gonna think i'm nuts but i was picking up some some maybe even boston in it uh just uh, uh 70s bands is what i'm trying to say yeah that, sure. that core rock and and i really really enjoyed that 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 one surprised me and like tom said when when i figured out that this was from 2021 i'm like you gotta be kidding this is this is outstanding i thought rock was dead it's so, like the whole thing was like steel panther and you've got all these bands <laughs> that are out there now there's a market for it yeah. absolutely sure well there's well, obviously yeah. a huge market for it we were talking about the ep and jay you mentioned that the ep was self-released apparently the the ep when they released it it went on national radio and the, the, the guys in the band, I was reading an, an article from them, and they didn't even know that people were listening to their music. And people were calling them saying, we're, we're hearing your songs on the radio. You guys are awesome. Where yeah. can we buy your stuff at? So yeah. there's, there's a huge market for this. So, so it's, they also set a record, like the first time in history, the self-released, uh, the song When I'm Gone from that EP, it hit number one on the charts. And it, they didn't even have a label. It was just self-released through Spotify. You know, you pay the how, however much subscription is, you can put some music up on there. Wow. It, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, that's awesome. Hold, hold on a second, guys. Before we get too deep into this and, and Brett gets too drunk, what, what are we drinking? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you forgot that part. Wild Turkey American Honey. Wild Turkey American Honey. That, that looks good. It is. Yeah. Sam Adams Boston Lager again. Sam week. Adams Boston Lager, nice. Jackie O's Pilsner of some some kind. So Jackie O's Pilsner, you still got something in that keg, huh? Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> we I get thought, a lot of kegs from them. I thought you and H would have gone through that by now. Uh, no, no, we just keep buying more kegs. I mean, we did go <laughs> through the one you're talking about. <laughs> I'm looking at YouTube here, and Dirty Honey uh shoot i just lost it sorry one of their videos had like 7.4 million views. yeah the rolling sevens video had 7.4 million views damn. that's damn respectable right yeah there. that's real good that that's but we got to hear what jay's drinking right oh yeah and i'm drinking, guinness. drinking. I'm drinking guinness you know st patty's is coming soon so i just want uh, to i still, I still I have so a positive hard, i have a hard time believing Were you guessing i should have let you guess first Guinness is like one of the healthiest beers you can drink. Is it? Great. That's what yeah. I, yeah, lowest yeah. in calories. Yeah. Low, gonna, low in calories, but you know. Right. I'm yeah, taking that to the speaking. bank. I'm going to start, yeah. I'm going to start quoting that. It's healthy. 
It's health food. You should. <laughs> it's you should, healthy. You should drink I, that for lunch. I, in my memory banks, I'm going to replace the old like one red wine glass a day is good for your heart. I'm taking that out. I'm putting in this Guinness is healthy. Right. There you go. Now, what I was no. what I was thinking, and for those of you at home that are listening to the podcast and, and can't see us, uh, we, we're looking at each other on Zoom and Jay has this shirt on that is that is somewhat magical. Olympia. Uh, Olympia. Olympia you know here. It's oh, the water. Wow. It's the water, right? Yeah, it's the water. <laughs> that was that was the beer of our youth. So, so yeah. So I was born in Seattle, Washington, and, <laughs> and grew up with older siblings. So uh, there's a place close to my heart for Olympia. Nice. Now, Bob, what are you drinking? I have a a Kentucky cream ale, but uh, maybe it's not. Kentucky vanilla barrel cream ale. That's the way it's supposed to be said. That's what I'm drinking. Good. It's pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. <clears throat> What's you know, the brewery a, on that one, Bob? It is uh great question. I don't know. And my uh, glasses aren't sorry. good enough for me to read it. Is, is it the same people who make the Kentucky bourbon barrel ale? Do you know? It, it is it is bourbon barrel ale. So okay. it's probably the same people, yeah. Like I, I want to say it's New Tech or something like oh. that, but I'm not entirely 100 confident. On yeah, I, I just can't read it. And they have they have yet to give me glasses that are uh, good enough to read anything that small. So I just so Jay, you assume. said you said you're from Seattle. You know you're talking to a bunch of hillbillies here, right? <laughs> hey, I'm from I'm from all over the place, but yeah. I, okay. <laughs> just want to give you fair warning by <laughs> hillbillies you mean ohio is that where 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 are you guys all yeah yeah we'll southeastern ohio yeah okay yeah, we may have a discussion about the mothman later so <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah just okay. fair warning there we're from we could have any one of us could have very easily been a west virginia quite possibly uh, there's were. anything wrong with that. um I might am. happen i am oh. I was born across the river, and we we knew we we all knew someone quite quite right. With oh you. yeah, well yeah. The, the doctors say I don't respond to the medication like I should, so it's it's all good. So well, the beard the beard fits in well with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Big brim hat, and I, it would just be done. He's been trying out for that show, West Virginia Mountain Men. Oh yeah. my god. I, I would love to go with those guys on a trip. <laughs> just be the best. We get out there and not catch shit. It's wonderful. So it's uh, just go we'll running around the woods at night. We could do an entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so seven point four million views on YouTube for a video called "Rolling Sevens by Dirty right. Honey. How many of those were out of Florida? <laughs> Don't have the breakdown of uh, the demographics there. Well, so speak, speaking of the videos that they got out there, if you check out the uh, California Dreaming video, uh, I know I know Bob will have immediate recognitions of, of where that was filmed. They they actually filmed that thing in Yucca Valley, which is right close to Twenty Nine Palms, California. Oh, no middle kidding! Of, middle of the Mojave Desert. Well, that was the biggest shock for me. I was not expecting an original song. Yeah, I, I thought it would went, be a cover, right? I thought it was going to be the Mamas and the Papas mm -hmm. cover, yeah. and and uh, I I immediately had to recalibrate. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, especially because the you know Aerosmith they did a cover of the Last Child by Aerosmith, so it made sense in my mind when I read through. Ah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, they probably did another cover. And right, they, it's something different. So that video you're talking about is just I, I watched that several times. I loved that. It started out with a '65 Mustang yeah. GT. That car beautiful, was beautiful, and then Absolutely this gorgeous woman gets out of it, and I was like, okay, the car. That didn't cool. hurt either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I noticed, like Bob, if you watch that, you'll notice the place they're at. It's it's that place with all the glass. It's like a junkyard out there in Yucca Valley. You, okay, you immediately recognize it. Yeah, it's I didn't really see cool. the video, but I. I it's like it up it, now i'll watch it later i'm not a huge california fan right but it looked like a one of those california um, advertisement campaign commercials you know it just all kinds of beautiful areas around around the state but it was centered there in, in joshua tree and yucca valley it's pretty, mm. it's pretty cool and and it's a cool song like i said it's it, it is an original it's not the mamas and papas yeah like, like Tom. Got one point go ahead pop sorry uh, i was just saying i i actually had to listen to the song three or four times I wasn't smart enough to calibrate mid stride in the song because I, I was just so set on it being a cover that I had to keep listening to it. You know, Oh no, I'm missing something here. Yeah. You know, did they start in the middle of the song and then, you know, kind of switch it up a little bit or something. There, I'm missing are there it. references hidden in it? Yeah. So I kept listening to it, trying to understand how it went back to the mamas and the papas, but it never did. Well, you're making my point here because that video got 1.4 million views on YouTube, which I was going to say is also damn respectable. But now I'm thinking most of them are probably thinking it's we're listening to a thing that was a cover song. You know, right. Right. So and, half and of them were so, Brett. You know, so you, here's a here's a weird analogy. Do you guys remember? Uh, it was probably back in the '80s when this came out. Nazareth did a cover of a Joni Mitchell song, uh, "This Flight Tonight." Mm, no, no, I don't remember uh, that. No, well, I don't either. Yeah. I can remember being a kid, high school probably, and buying this uh, uh, cassette that had all of these. Uh, it, it was mainly like new, new, new wave British heavy metal bands. And for whatever reason, they had Nazareth on there with them and uh, had a brilliant cover of This Flight Tonight old Joni Mitchell song and so I was I was all amped up and I thought oh yeah these guys did a cover of California Dream and I can't wait to hear that boy <laughs> had to recalibrate <laughs> that being said this California Dream by Dirty Honey damn fine song it was good it was good good yeah. song yeah 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 I I liked every song on the album didn't didn't see a bad one on there I'll I'll tell you it took me so both albums that we're going to do this, they both took me a while to come to, and I had to do three or four listens, but yeah, I, I, on the backside of it, I'm like, it grew on me. Yeah. I, I, I just like the idea that, the, that this old school guitar, bass and drums, blues, bass, rock and roll is being, you know, revisited by, 19 year olds in 2021 i, I just think that's, that's awesome amen yep. amen to yep. that yeah yeah and then and then today when i was doing a re-listen it dawned on me that like the whole led zeppelin connection and and i was trying to figure out who these guys reminded me of and i immediately thought of greta van cleek yeah <laughs> except, except i think 
the mystical side of Led Zeppelin is where Greta Van Fleet went, and these guys were kind of the ballsier sex drugs side of Led yeah. Zeppelin. Yeah, like you yeah. said earlier, the hair metal side, right? The poison influences and yeah. yep. And Tom, I did like you did. I went to YouTube and I in Spotify, and I kept thinking all these old hair metal bands. I'm like, okay, did they sound like? Cinderella, I'm like, well, kind of, but not quite Cinderella. You know, it's the Black Crows, which I don't really, they were really hair metal. Like junkyard. Another last time sounds like a Black Crow song <laughs> to me, the last song on the album. Yeah. There's I was some... listening to all these old hair metal bands trying to decide which one I thought these guys sounded like. And I just came to the conclusion, well, they're obviously heavily influenced by the genre, but they're not quite like any of them. Yeah. The... yeah. I'm glad you said the Black Crows because I, I definitely feel a little bit of that in there. You know, you, I refer to them as jam bands, right? Like they just mm-hmm. got that. Some of those songs, you know, I didn't go out and look through YouTube videos for live recordings, but I would imagine some of those songs can turn into, you know, 30 minute live performances because they're just jam jam tracks, you know. Well, and you look at the tours, they so they, I think they were on the Guns N' Roses tour and they are either were on or are going to be on the rescheduled Black Crows tour. I don't know if it happened or not. Yeah, but you know that's good company to it be. They're also doing yeah. a thing with uh, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. He's got, ah, he's got a yeah, that's there. right. Now that's an album I have not checked out yet. As, I, yeah, I, I haven't I, either. How's that going with him? How's how's he doing? Well, he's got he's got some following on the live circuit. The shows are selling out even with the you know pandemic going on. Right, but there was like. I think that was scheduled before and postponed and caused a little bit more time for folks to tune into what was going on with it. Right. Yeah. I haven't, I, I've heard a couple of things on it. Uh, just browsing around Spotify, but I haven't checked out all his stuff he's put together. I've never seen one of his songs pop up on anything, you know, hasn't been on YouTube or Spotify to where it's like, Oh, I got to listen to that. And I forget that he's out there uh i do that thing you know i got a almost two hour drive to work so i I do that thing on spotify where it just randos you know i'll I'll hit a couple songs that i like and then i'm I'm driving and they just randomly do their own thing so sometimes i'll hear a thing and i'm who's that uh that's how i got into the wolfgang thing i I realized these guys are opening for him i hope you got a economical car if you're driving two hours you know what i drive a, a, what's a, a 2015 jeep with a four inch lift and 35 inch tires <laughs> so so yeah that sounds economical yeah <laughs> it's beautiful hey, hey jay i've got a 20 sounds like a lot of fucking funds what it sounds like well, I've, got it's, a, it's, a, I've got a 2015 jk myself and uh we we had to pick up a third car and i told the, the only thing i said is I can't afford another Jeep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel you. I can't afford to have two Jeeps in my life. My wife has one and I have one and the gas prices going up here lately is, is probably going to cause us to rethink some stuff, but it is, you're, you're right. It's fun. Well, Back what else do honey. we know about oh. these guys? Well, let's see. They, they formed in uh, 2017 so they did there. They're part of that whole LA, you know, so it, it didn't take them. It didn't take them long to hit then. No, it was wow. Good and for them. Who who has a guess as to what their original name was? 
So I, I love, I, I read through the thing and I'm, I'm a huge Zeppelin fan. So I like the, the, the story behind all of this. So I'll, I'll let you guys guess. I think you've given us a hint that it was something to do with Zeppelin. So it's uh, well, that's when the levee breaks. I don't know. <laughs> lemon drop. Ooh, that, Squeeze that, my lemon. That oh, would be that, close. That's, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Brett, I don't even have a guess. Nothing. <laughs> All right. So so they they have a uh, they have a certain thought process, and we've noticed this with other bands too. You know, uh, every everybody's got that same thought process that kind of guides their life in in a certain way and uh when you when you think dirty honey you know it brings certain thoughts into your mind uh so their original name for this band was the shags (laughs) wow and what was so there's there was another 70 shags right I don't know. Mm-hmm. Was there? I think so. Yeah, I think there was. I think there was another band in the. I 70s mean, there was carpeting the on the inside of my brother's van. In the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I do think that was there was another seventies band called the Shags. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There was. The Shags. Yeah. What was their hit? Or did they, they have a? Was it? Were they a funk band? They they were actually an all female band. Wow. Really, formed in '68. <laughs> you got Dorothy Dot Wigan, Betty Wigan, and Helen Wigan, and then they had late Rachel Wigan joined up later. I'll feel like the Ramones thing, or are they actually all related? So, I boy, I don't know. They, I think they okay. were sisters. Yeah. The. So, Bob, the, the reason I mentioned the Zeppelin reference is I thought you were going to dwell into how they came up with the name Dirty Honey. That, that, no, that no, was, but but you certainly can. Yeah, it was just a, it was a play on the Honey Drippers, you know, Robert Plant's thing. Oh, right okay. out. So these yeah. guys, these, 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 here we go, I mean, right? They're 19, 20 years old. These kids are into that stuff. And this is what caused them to name their band. I just I think it's cool. That's remarkable. I mean, now we grew up when Honey Drippers was out there when we were growing up, so what makes it makes sense that we know it, but yeah, I'm surprised you, that's now multi generational. But you know, I I don't think I I I I when the Honey Drippers album came out, I didn't know who the hell they were, other than cool song Honey Drippers, and then you learn that you know you got Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, what was back part of that too, um, yeah, on and off. Yeah. You know, that was lost on like a 17 or 18 year old kid at least for me right yeah i think these kids uh, they had good parents yeah that's that's what i attribute it to <laughs> but clearly something <laughs> went right in their life yeah i mean What's and up? they also it sounds like they grew up in the la area so uh, it's entirely possible they were more attuned to this than the average 19 year old yeah, they, they may have yeah. actually had parents that were in the music industry in some way, shape, or form. And we were talking about that in another podcast. You know, when you when you have family in the music industry and you you go sit down at the dinner table and Paul McCartney is a normal dinner guest, yeah. you, know, you don't know who Paul McCartney is as part of the Beatles or Wings. You just know he's the, the guy so, who played pianos after dinner, you know? 
I just I just got done reading the the book by uh, um, uh, Dave Grohl, the storyteller mm. book that he just came out with. And, yeah. And there's there's actually some stuff in there where he's talking about that. Like yeah. Paul McCartney comes over to the house all the time and taught his daughter how to play a song on the piano. And you know, I was like, man, growing up like that, what, <laughs> that kid's just des destined destined for stardom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Slash was like that. He, you know, he grew up with parents in the business and was surrounded by like Bowie and all these superstars. And, you know, mm -hmm. they were just people that came over to the house mm -hmm. to party. Well, we talked about Wolfgang just a little bit ago. Can you imagine who showed up for dinner Ooh. at the Van Halen's house? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. there was a, there was a book I read last year, you know, while we were all locked up and it was uh, written by this dude that, uh, had went over and worked in Eddie's studio probably about 10 years ago and he didn't dare write this book until Eddie was about to die mm -hmm. and and you know he talked about going over there to hang out every day and all the people that would come in and out and Wolfgang being there growing up and it, you know it was all generally positive except uh, when his relationship with Eddie ended and he didn't get paid and blah 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 but uh, uh, was was fascinating to hear the people coming in and out of that place every day. Now, now, okay, I I hear you guys, but I'm thinking about Valerie Bertinelli, Eddie Van Halen. The people coming in and out of there would not all be savory creatures. <laughs> I mean, that's. I think you're probably right. That's probably the same thing about uh, uh, Slash too, right? You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, that's why I said those that are coming over for dinner, not those that are coming yeah. over for the party. I like the Paul McCartney <laughs> reference. That that's probably a little bit more coming over for dinner and very pleasant. You know, right? The folks that were hanging out with Eddie Van Halen were probably not all people you want your kids around. Uh, you know, the the only yeah. difference between the people coming over to see Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli, or Bertinelli, excuse me, and the people coming over to see us is probably just the amount of money they have in their bank account <laughs> and, and the amount of free time they have in their day to do stupid oh, things or, or the amount of money we have to pay them <laughs> right right <laughs> judging by that book I, or not uh <laughs> he had a lot of everyday joes coming in out of there hanging around you know and... do you remember the name of the book tom i tell you what or, or something i can put into google I will go. I don't remember it. Uh, I'll tell you what, while we're sitting here, I'm going to do an Amazon search because that's where I bought it. And I'll get the name and, and have it momentarily. So, Jay, this was your album pick. How did it you was. come to know this band? Um, so one of y'all mentioned Greta Van Fleet earlier. Um, I My son is 25. He stumbled upon Greta Van Fleet when they were first kind of kicking in. And I've been in love with them. Me and him went to a concert in Baltimore, and I've just been a huge Greta Van Fleet fan. I, I bet I they just, put on a freaking awesome show. It was incredible. I mean, the dude, the young kid comes out, and first thing he says, "Hey, light him if you got him." And the show was was all <laughs> uphill from there. It was it was fantastic. Uh, but just turning on to the idea of this rock and roll revivalist movement that these young kids are picking up blues bass, guitar bass and drums, rock and roll, and, and just making it new again, uh, led me down a, a thread, if you will, in Spotify that, that turned into Dirty Honey. There's, I mean, 
Houndmouth is another one. If you haven't given them a listen, they're pretty cool. Uh, Honeymoon Disease. There's some there's some bands in this genre that are young kids that are out there just rocking and rolling. You know, and that's awesome. It, it, it's, it's exciting for me because what I do is build guitars for young people who may or may not, uh, you know, aspire to do something like this. But it'd be cool to think one of them will one day. You know. Yep. <laughs> Jay, the book was called Eruption in the Canyon, ah. Two, 212 Days and Nights with the Genius of Eddie Van Halen. Thank you. And I, so, I, th I think right after they put it out, there was a lawsuit over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's a, a good, good book, book then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, Cease and desist order. I mean, it was a guy that sat there in the studio, uh, you know, working kind of as an intern slash whatever, whatever, uh, for Eddie directly. So, yeah, it was a pretty interesting read. It didn't feel like it had been polished too much. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. We. I, I, I'm in danger of pushing us to a Van Halen conversation, but <laughs> I don't know anybody that you guys might know better than me. But anybody that was with eddie van halen and then left left his band and left on good terms even close to good terms it seems like if you separated from him it was ugly now i mean when you read the history it uh, those those two brothers were thick as thieves and you were either with them or against them and if you weren't okay. with them guess what um that's that's just what I've picked up over, over reading a few bucks about them. I, I, I got the same idea, you know, that at the end of the day, they were, they were staunch businessmen. I mean, they were rock and roll gods for sure. Right. Especially, yeah. I mean, you know, as a guitar building guy, like the things he was doing with pickups was way ahead of his time. Just taking crap apart and tinkering with it. What can I do different? You know, the guy was awesome. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, his name and that name was a label and he was a marketing genius. I think a lot of that might've rubbed some folks the wrong way. That might be part of what, what you're, you're hitting on there with the separation of, you know, folks coming in and out of that circle. And, and, and the other thing I, I definitely picked up on was everybody's read about, you know, Eddie had problems. Who's drink. He had real problems. I mean, he was, he was, <laughs> he was a, a, a heavy heavy addict and and i think that uh, as he kind of wavered back and forth you know between the depths of hell and and sobriety his relationships with people went back and forth too which is you know it, it's not good i think that's but it's understandable right yeah 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 wow so Dirty Honey's touring with The Who as well. Oh, that's cool. The Who's doing a... That'd be an interesting show. Thing. That'd be a fantastic pairing right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old, old meets new. Yeah, does, uh, does Pete Townsend still do what he did? You know, I, I watched them on uh, video, and this was... It was probably recorded five, six years ago. And honestly, now I still loved them. Don't get me wrong. Don't get what I'm saying wrong. But Pete was having a hard time remembering the words to the songs. He was yeah. he was reading the songs off of he had a prompter in front of him. 
and he was reading the words to the songs off of the prompter and he was still having a hard time with remembering the words to the songs. Uh, he was playing guitar. Well, no doubt yeah. about that. But... I can't imagine that's easy. I haven't, I haven't seen any of those videos or footage of that. Yeah. I, I bet it's challenging. I don't know. I know he's probably not smashing Rickenbackers anymore because those are a little too valuable to be thrown up. <laughs> I'm sure he's still got the money to do it, but, uh, uh, no, I didn't see him doing anything. He wasn't jumping. He wasn't flailing. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't windmilling like he used to, you know, uh, mm -hmm. his, his mm -hmm. shoulder probably doesn't allow that anymore, but, uh, he, he, he was still good. Just, I, and I tell you what, his biography was one of the better biographies I've probably read the past decade. Yeah. I, I, I read that one too. It was really good. And, and he gave away some, you know, uh, studio secrets, if you will. There was some, mm -hmm. some behind the behind the scenes things that he shared about uh, how, how they were putting records together. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought a lot of those, a lot of those, well, his autobiographies, a lot of those autobiographies that they put out, you know, you know, they're, they're spit shine bullshit, but his was one that, that, that you know, he, you definitely got the impression this guy ain't hiding anything. <laughs> so, so I don't know if you if you actually read it or listened to it on Audible. I I got the hard copy and read it. That's what then, I did. Yeah. Then I I found out that it was on Audible and narrated by him. Oh. So I paid another fifteen bucks to listen to it again. That was really good. cool. That was phenomenal. <laughs> so Bob, you you mentioned that he's reading this and he can't. You're saying it looked like he was forgetting some things, but he had the guitar spot on. He can't hear real well. I mean, he's got some profound hearing loss. Oh, I imagine, yeah. And I wonder, I wonder if maybe that was what you were picking up on. Uh, believe me, I've got some severe hearing loss myself, and, and it can make you seem awkward as hell. Well, and, it might be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just throwing that out there as a possibility. No, and like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not trying to pick on him. I, I was I was very impressed. I thought they did great. So Bob, did you actually see that show or, or did were you checking it out online I, somewhere? I was checking it out online. I can't remember if it was Amazon. It was probably Amazon. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it could have been Sling also. They play a lot of concerts on Sling. Uh, but yeah, it was it it couldn't have been he was he had to have been in his 70s when this was going on mm -hmm. uh and he was like i said he was playing great he he sang well he just had problems with the words uh so you know i have problems with words and i'm not in my 70s so you know. absolutely i'm 20 years younger than him and i do Heck yeah, yeah. Speaking i went to uh I, I real quick, I went to see the, the stones in 2015 and I had every anticipation that there was going to be stools and some forgotten words, <laughs> but it was phenomenal. I don't know where these old rockers get all their energy. I mean, they were all over the stage and going at it. It was, it was super impressive. I just watched this Keith Richards documentary on uh, Netflix that was just mind blowing, you know, how, uh, you know, this old guy, he's, definitely still there and with it mm -hmm. yeah there's something about those heroin guys though the guys that made it through and recovered right they're gonna live forever you know i, I must be pickled nikki six you know it's a protective sheath around them yeah 
Hey, but not not to throw. So not to. I'm not trying to promote Amazon or anything. I just saw this freaking commercial where Amazon is coming out with this new app where you can DJ your own channel on their platform. And I thought that was so freaking cool. And you mean I, like a playlist or like, you know, like I I like a with, late night playlist. i've always had this dream like because i've got this library of music online that's incredible that i would love to just put it out there and as almost like a radio station and just hit hit random and let it go and just see what the results were now, does it have to be from Amazon Music? I don't know yet. That's one of the things that wasn't clear. And apparently it's one of those things that's going to be rolled out where you can, you know, you can be an early, if you've been with Amazon a long time, you can be an early user, early adopter, whatever. And so it sounds like a, a massive beta test, but hmm. it definitely piqued my interest. That sounds interesting. So, so Bob, uh, we we talked about dirty honey for a little while. Uh, uh, do you want to go back to any of that? Uh, I love this 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 way where we're at here. But uh, do you need to hit any more dirty honey? Yeah, yeah, I do. What what we need to talk about right now is favorite songs from from the Dirty Honey album. You're gonna go around I, the room, Jay. Right. What's Jay. your favorite song? <laughs> oh man, I, I I like when I'm gone. That was that was a, I learned to play it, so I've I've listened to it a thousand times, just jamming along with it. Okay, uh, that's probably a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I like so I, I'm I'm going. I had two, and and one is uh, California Dreaming for the video. I love that. And uh, I could watch that. I love that part of California too. Uh, and then for the music, I like the wire. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. I got to agree with Jay. I got to go with uh, When I'm Gone and California Dream. So, probably what one from the EP and one from the album. Okay. Great songs. I'm going to go with Another Last Time. Ah. To me, like I said, that that very Black Crows kind of feel to it, and I just loved it. Right, fantastic. Right, and that was that was my choice too. Was another last time because uh, same same thing that Derek was saying. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a huge Black Crows fan. I like the uh, I like the open tunings. I like the slide on guitar, and you know that uh, uh, another last time when I heard it from the second I heard it till the end. I was thinking Black Crows the whole way, and yep. it just like first album Black Crows. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. first album yeah. Black Crows. Yeah, and I thought, wow, this is this is really really taking me back to holy shit, I'm a tenth grader again. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So another, there's another one that we haven't talked about yet that's not really on any EPs. They 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 did a cover of a Prince song. I want to hear that. I saw NHL, it today. Uh, for the for the Stanley Cup. They were they, they put that together, which is pretty good. So let's go crazy one, right? I saw yeah. it like in the list, but I didn't listen to it because it wasn't on the albums. But yep, yep, yep. I have to check that one out. 
I had seen that they have done, uh, they've done a lot of songs for Amazon and I'm, I'm guessing they've done a lot of songs for Spotify also that aren't on either of their albums. Is that, is that where this one is? Um, I think this one was only, I mean, it might be out there on YouTube. It might even be on Spotify. I haven't checked. I think was, I saw it on YouTube, Bob. So, it was, it was advertised in the Stanley cup playoffs. Mm. So it was, it was out. It was actually a pretty cool video too. It was on a, a lake. You know, they were just jam- they jamming out in the middle of a lake that as the song's going on, it turns into a hockey rink. Just some kids playing hockey. It was pretty neat. Right. These guys are very impressive. I hope they have a very long career, lots of success, and lots of great albums. And and still, I'm looking at the uh, wiki site right now, still the original four members. No big breakups, no big separations yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it time. It always happens. It's, that's normal. That's the only yeah. way to succeed, right? Like, if they're going to make it, at least one of them's got to come. Right. <laughs> Got to shake off the dead weight or whatever, right? Drugs, women, and money. Something's going to happen. Yeah, probably like none of them were brothers, right? That'll end up in this huge <laughs> feud. Like, yeah, you know, they all have so many different other last names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, I can tell you, you don't have to. You don't have to be in music to have a falling out with your brother. Trust me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's damn unfortunate. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's one thing I'm waiting for with Greta Fan Fleet when the when the two brothers get into it. And I think there's just two of them in that band. Uh, but that's yeah. you know that's probably chapter. So 15. that one's that that's three three of them are brothers. The drummer's the only one that that's not. And, oh uh, wow! And they wow. shit they shit canned their original drummer because he just couldn't keep up and uh, oh, the, drummer, wow. the drummer's a replacement they they pulled a spinal tap on him huh yeah <laughs> you're out well, you can't really dust for vomit yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully you survive good god <laughs> i think they're still but, young enough that their parents will keep them straight you know they'll, they'll stick around for at least another couple of years right no, right that'd be good that's I, i'm hoping they're the spear point into the revival of hair metal you know, and to that blues-based rock and yeah, roll that right. you know we all grew up with. And yeah, I have a uh, I have a friend that uh, puts together small concerts. You know, they're they're open air concerts, but they're they're relatively small. Usually, you know, five ten thousand people is what we're looking for. And he uh, a couple of years ago, this is before the pandemic. So when was that? Two thousand. 2001 2002 1982. something like that 1982, yeah, 1982. <laughs> right uh but it was it was a year or two before the whole pandemic stuff started is uh he he had uh Greta Van Fleet uh play at one of his outdoor events wow and this was this was like they had just put out their first album you know they were getting played on the radio i knew who they were the wife knew who they were we all knew who they were but they you know they weren't headlining anything yet whatever yeah that'd uh, be cool and he's like i said he's a he's a fairly small time guy putting this stuff together so he went and picked him up from the airport oh wow so so Dang. he he drives there he's got the van and he picked him up from the airport and i won't tell you the whole story that he told me because this is going on air and i don't want to get sued right but he uh uh what he said was they were really cool they were really young and 
their live show, as, as Jay had mentioned earlier, their live show was just incredible, just totally awesome. And they were really nice guys. That's cool. Yeah. It took nice me a to long hear. time to come to that. I, I, I thought, you know, I kind of thought the whole Led Zeppelin clone thing and resisted it. And then last summer I put both albums. Yeah. I think they had two albums and an EP. I put it on while I was exercising. I was like, Oh my God, these guys are freaking awesome. Yeah. I just, if, you, if you've seen the, there's an interview out, out there, Robert Plant was talking about something that he's doing and the interviewer asked him about Greta Van Fleet. And he, he kind of went on this tirade talking about how great they were and he's jealous of the kid's voice and he wishes he could sing like that again. And he thinks they're phenomenal. I thought that was, that was good to hear him, you know, giving them the, the shout out rather than the, Oh, they're just taking off what we did, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Good. Good on him. Who was the, what was the band back when we were growing up? Kingdom come. Kingdom mm-hmm. come. Yeah. Yeah. That was the big, uh, you know, they got lambasted for being Led Zeppelin clones and, you know, you go back. I I have a couple of their albums. I go back and listen to them. I'm like, we should have gave those guys some credit. It, you know, they were great. They weren't I doing mean, anything anybody else wasn't doing. Yeah. Right. I mean, David Coverdale and White Snake got yeah. lambasted for that at times too, for being just a Led Zeppelin. Dude. You know, and you know, I and I I think that was probably a little unfair. Sure. But you know, they were definitely had the influence. Oh. There. I'm not going to deny that. But, but if you go back and listen to the David Coverdale Deep Purple albums, yeah, I, I mean that was just David David Coverdale, right? That's, right. Yeah. That's well, I don't want to hear anybody. From. I don't want to hear anybody from Led Zeppelin complaining about somebody copying their style. <laughs> <laughs> they did get sued a few times. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I, I, I don't know that Led Zeppelin was complaining about it. It was just critics and general yeah. you know the hoi polloi out there yeah right? yeah i think you're right people the on the street heathens. yeah although yeah. I, I do think robert plant took some exception with david coverdale well at some point didn't cover because he stole do an album together or something they did like yeah coverdale, yeah. Page. coverdale they did a tour i went i went and saw them live that was a great yeah. great freaking album yeah hmm. yeah I, I i can understand why plant would have been a little upset about that well, I, we had <laughs> tickets to see Jimmy Page with the Black Crows when that whole thing was going on. Well, that would have been then, cool. And then Page threw his back out, and the rest of the tour got cool. canceled. Oh, no. Oh, that sucks. We didn't get a go. Now, last yeah. night, we were watching some reaction videos, and one of them was Cashmere from the Celebration Day Live. Mm. It's been several years ago that they reformed Led Zeppelin and did the live thing with Jason Bottom on drums. I'm gonna tell you that out. That song just rocked. I don't know how old Plant and Page were at that time, and John Paul Jones, but man, they just nailed it. I well, I didn't realize until um, sometime after those shows that they had to uh, they had to uh, Page actually had to tune down on a couple several of those songs so that Robert could sing them. Oh wow! Yeah, sure. his voice is not. As high, not what but, it was. Mean, he, but he could still wail. I mean, he yeah. wailed on that Absolutely. cashmere where he needed to wail. It it hit, and you know, it not been been in the upper registers anymore. Yeah. But there was still the strength. 
I can't even behind do, that. I can't even do the math on that tuning. So cashmere is in dadgad. So if you tune that down, it turns into oh. some other form of the alphabet. You got to get special guitar strings for that. I don't know. Yeah. What yeah. is that like in B? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a clue. All right, guys. So I think we're uh, I think we're at a stopping point here. So uh, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. And excellent show, everybody. Great job. Yeah. Y'all, y'all look like you belong on a podcast, no doubt about it. So, excellent job. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> Going out how we started. I feel targeted. Where's the hooker? Somebody was supposed to come late with a hooker. I missed out. We may have lied about that. We, we oh, damn it. It was oversold. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to our discussion about Dirty Honey's Dirty Honey. That's a little confusing, huh? Anyway, stay, stay, what am I trying to say here? Catch us next time for our discussion about Bad Religions, New Maps of Hell Deluxe Edition, which is one of my favorite albums ever. Until then, I hope all of your late nights are good ones and make sure you put your pants back on.